Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to Ladies Night Paintball Radio. Tonight is Sunday, December 30th, 2018, and this is going to be our final show for 2018. It's hard to believe that we've been at this a year and another year has passed. So let's start by welcoming my co-host, Mary Burkhart. Hey, Mary, how are you? I am doing excellent. I am just having a blast, getting ready for a New Year's party making lots of food and lots of cleaning, but doing really well. It sounds perfect. The weather kind of changed my New Year's plans. I was headed to the Northeast, but with the, well, not so Northeast, Northeast for Florida to Atlanta and to North Carolina, but there's rain coming into Smyrna that's made it we're not going. So we're going to make a nice, quiet New Year's back in Miami. So sorry to anybody who's out there who's listening uh, for the noise in the background, I am at a hotel in Orlando, so I am talking to you from the lobby, so please don't mind it. Uh, tonight, we're going to just do a quick rundown of 2018, some of our favorite things and places and activities we were parts of and things to look forward to for 2019. So first, I'd like to say thank you to all of our sponsors, Lady Genji, who designed our um, logos, Modern Day Pirates for bringing us the show week after week for six months. Of course, to the Fillions at Battlefield Orlando and Hurricane Paintball, Altai Boots and Welt Paintball have been bringing you the show all year long. So thank you to everyone for your support. Um, Mary, I saw you were out this weekend doing an end of year paintball event where were you and uh, tell everyone about it i was at bad company paintball in indiana pa and they had an ugly sweater open play and uh i always for when i go to bad company i always cook for everybody and it was it's a great feeling when you go there and uh, they had about 14 people online so they were going and there was about 40 some that showed up so it was, it was, it was exhilarating. But then also, I'm thinking, did I bring enough food? Um, little nerve wracking. But uh, they do really, really different games, really cool games. Um, they have Monte Carlo. They have blackjack. They have just lots of quick, fun games. Uh, there was a lot of kids that participated. Uh, a lot of the parents did too, and just general smiles all around the entire day. After the first game, you can always tell how the day is going to be. After the first game. And everybody walks up, and then it, it masks up. It's all just laughing and talking, and it's, oh, I, got, I almost got you, or I shot you, or everybody was laughing and joking, and it's just such a good warming feeling at that field. Um, and we, we had an absolute blast. It was 36 degrees with a real feel of 24 degrees. So we had uh, custom uh, paint uh, made for the event. Well, Tim Toy did, the owner, and uh, Karen took – a bunch of amazing pictures. She just makes us look awesome. But uh, Tim and Karen are the owners, and their hearts are just open to everybody and just want everybody to have a great time. Anything you need, let us know. And that goes for everybody. 
not just rentals. That goes for anyone and everyone that walks onto their property. They want them to have a great time. And uh, I made beef burritos. And with those beef burritos, they had to sing. Uh, it's usually singer, sing and dance. But with such a large group, we had everybody sing Jingle Bells in unison. So that was fun for me. <laughs> and watched all the, all the people sing Jingle Bells in their ugly sweaters, which was pretty cool. So that was, that was definitely memorable for me. I, I, I don't think I'll ever forget that one. I just smiled the entire time. Just the kids were completely in on it and loved it. And even the adults were kind of like, okay, we want to eat, so we have to sing. But they did great and all in really good spirits. Um, there's a little boy with a uh, bee dog, and then he had, like, uh, beads hanging down below. He won the ugly sweater contest. It was it was actually kind of cute, <laughs> but he still won the ugly sweater contest by applause. So, And then that, later on in that game, he ended up, they, um, they had a game they call Three Ring Circus. And Three Ring Circus is each side gets three plastic rings, they have to get to the center and put all three rings in the center post. Well, this little kid says, well, you, do, you know, do you have to carry your marker? He, the owner says, no. He goes, but if you, if you run out of paint, you have to stay on the field to run rings. Well, this little kid didn't even carry his marker out. He set it right down at start and ran out there. Mm-hmm. And I am not kidding you. He got all three rings for our side on that post. So that, that oh kid, he, he did he did amazing, and, and uh, what was just his smile, I mean, we were really proud of him, and he did a fantastic job. He loved it. He got shot, like, the third round pretty good. Um, he goes, ooh, that one hurt, that one hurt, and that one hurt. <laughs> but he still had a big smile on his face, um, and he, he earned a lot of admiration from a lot of people by doing that. And uh, Tim Toy came with the idea to have a 50-50 drawing for PGW. Uh, to help pay for shipping, air tanks, hydroing, things like that. And uh, the, the drawing went off great. And the little boy that did the three rings, he was actually um, a receiver of some PHW gear. So he was kind of telling his little story about it and how he got some gear. And we did the drawing, and uh, we did a giveaway of two headbands for PHW. And after the drawing, the winner of the 50-50, which was, I think, $65, he donated right back to PHW. Oh, and then we had another fantastic. donation. Yeah, that was really awesome. Uh, he said, I'm just going to donate it back, give it to the kids. And So I think there was, like I said, some new people there that are really, you know, going to want to come back and play in a bad company, which is wonderful. If they can go there at 36 degrees and play all day, they and they did. They played all day. There were some, some there, people, just new people for open play, and they loved it. They had a blast. So. It was really cool. It was a great day. Like I said, that's a that's a family field. Uh, for anybody who wants to check it out, it's local to Pennsylvania. You you will not have a bad day there. It's impossible. That is one field that I have not played at that is definitely on my list of want to play at. Um, we actually have a caller joining us who might want to talk to us about some of his favorite fields. I think we have Steakman out of North Carolina. Is that you? What's up? Hey, good evening. How are you? I'm wonderful. Just got back from doing Christmas at Mom's, and now I'm setting up a new coffee pot that I got, because everybody knows I need my damn coffee, or otherwise I'm going to be kind of mean. <laughs> You're funny. Well, Merry Christmas to you. We were saying this is our uh, end-of-year New Year's show. 
Um, and Mary was just telling us about Bad Company Paintball. And there are some fields that I want to give a shout out to also uh, Tony Carvajal and his field, Extreme Rage in Florida. And of course, uh, TJ Andres and Romeo Caputo with their field in Chicago, Paintball Explosion. And then Nate Geinger's field in North Carolina and South Carolina. I spent a lot of time in his fields this year. Uh, Fake Man was at those games too. And of course, the Phillians in Florida. Um, they've been show sponsors and they run both Battlefield Orlando and Hurricane Paintball. And I know Stakes played a battlefield. And um, we're going to try to get you down to Florida, not just for a Legends game, Mary, but to come and play ball down here. But speaking of Legends games. Mary, I think you've got an exciting, some exciting roles coming up in 2019. Yes, I'm uh, very excited to once again be a part of the char for Bones and Ashes. Um, it's it's a third faction um, that sort of drops uh, where and when the producer wants, and we just kind of wreak havoc for both sides, uh, not one in particular, but. Uh, we have a respawn cone we take out and basically tore out of paint and air. We stay out there. Uh, they have to eliminate us. Then they can go for uh, their objectives once we're eliminated. So it's we had a blast last year. And I'm very excited um, to be on the char team again this year. And that's at Bones and Ashes um, in North Carolina, the uh, Black Ops. And then in April, 12th through 14th, I will be commanding Dreaded Legends 4. So Dread Legends has moved from Florida uh, to South Carolina, Myrtle Beach, mm-hmm. again, which the, the field that Nate owns, uh, Black Ops. And that is something where a lot of people, if you want to check it out, Myrtle Beach, April, sounds good to me, that's for sure. <laughs> and uh, not only that, it's uh, experiencing a new, everybody is basically going to experience a new field together. So, because they're rebuilding a lot of it, they're, they've added so many things and they've been doing so much construction. It's basically an entirely new field for everybody. So everybody wants to go to Dread Legends 4. I mean, definitely check that one out for, like I said, there's no advantage there. Um, it's have the, you know, people all rolling beside you, you know, that want to be there. And like I said, you can't beat it being at the beach in April, especially for us. <laughs> north here we we very much look forward to that so so i'll be commanding that and uh, it's going to be a blast i think that fake man is actually helping the command against you at that game am i correct fake man that that is correct i will be running (laughs) uh running a team i can't give away all of the, the details about it but i got some of my guys coming down and uh we're going to be running I'll be commanding one of the units out there for uh, the opposite side. I was nicely asked by uh, Shane Bunnell to come down into that game. I'm I'm really excited about being down there. I know the field's going to be good. Um, I played at the other field up uh, in Fayetteville. I think is where it's at. I I don't know. Uh, I know I had a blast down there, and I'm hopefully going to be bringing the new addition um, to the team, which is my daughter. So hopefully she'll be able to make that one too. Awesome. Glad to hear your comments. It's funny because Jake and I, when we travel, we travel together on the same travel squad, and he's playing against the rest of his squad. (laughs) Me, because 
the boys had agreed to sign up with me to, to uh, I guess, defend on your side. And then they got this offer that he couldn't refuse. So it's definitely going to be a house divided for a little bit. I think it's going to be an awesome time, though. Oh, I think so. So, Mary, if you were looking back at this year, had to come up with, like, your top three events, what would you say they were? Uh, top three events. Uh, I want to say, for sure, um, Sherwood Classic was a great one. Uh, Sherwood Classic was, it was a, a rough go at day one. And uh, we were actually, we were not playing day two whatsoever. Because uh, we do so many trips, we only have so many vacation days. We were definitely not playing day two. And then... We went to dinner with some friends, and <sighs> things started to change. And they, you know, James didn't want to. He goes, "We can't leave like this." We were, we were, we had lost pretty bad on day one, and he said, "We can't leave like this." And I said, "Okay, very great." So we, we decided to stay and play, and that second day just kind of made up for the entire first day and and beyond. Just fight tooth and nail, and and just have an absolute blast. And I love being at Sherwood. Just the field itself makes you feel great uh, being there and doing Kathy. You're awesome people. So that was that was definitely you know, the top. Uh, Armageddon. I love Armageddon. You play with and against your paintball family. And like you say here, it's, you know, us versus them the entire weekend. This is different. It changes it up. And so, like I said, you're, you're Soviet enemy. The next, you know, mission out, you're rolling with them. And so it's like that was great opposition, and now you get to roll with them down the field. So that was that's always an exciting game. I love it. Um, and I mean, I want to I want to say this past week in a bad company. Just the feeling of family. Uh, you know, it's not a big game. Like I so said, there's 40 people there, but the feeling that you know the smiles and, and people just so happy and glad to be there, and it's just it's a great feeling. I loved it. I absolutely loved this past weekend at Bad Company. I know it's more recent in my mind, but it's just one, it's just smiles all day long. And then people coming off, it's like, you shot me in the face, or did I get you? Or, And it, it's very tight-knit and close and, and just gives you a really good feeling inside now. So those, those, for me, would be the top three. Sweet. Josh, what would your top three be this year? You played a lot of ball this year, so uh, three might be hard to narrow down, but. <laughs> Top three. Oh, uh-huh. man, you're putting me on the spot. I am. Um, this is like a trick question here. You better come up with the right three. Well, uh, I, I got to say one of my top three is a game that was played at Command Decisions early last year, and uh, we're looking forward to it again this year. It's uh, red versus blue. Um, and that one was is just a straight, old-school, you know, foot flag paintball. Probably 150 people is what we had out there last year. Um, and it was just nothing but going out and hanging with family and, and slinging paint back and forth. And no missions, no tanks, no props. Flag stand in the center of the field, whoever flipped it, points. And, you know, so that would be one. Um, two would have to be, oh, man. Two would have to be 
let's see here. I would say the Battle of Iwo Jima down in uh, Perry, Georgia, with Dragonfire Scenarios, uh, they put on. Um, I had the opportunity to go down there. And, again, on the invite of um, Shane Bunnell, I got to meet Jesse Lopez and Stephen Ledbetter. And uh, we'll talk more about that game later on. And then probably the third, I yeah, it's kind of a toss-up because everybody likes Florida Gap, but we play Florida Gap every year. But the third would have to be the one that I played with you, Feline. Um That, to me, at PBC Greensboro was the first time that I went back to that field. It was another battle of Iwo Jima, I believe. And uh, to go back to that field and see what they've done and everything else like that, I think that was uh, probably one of the better games that I played um, and, and had a lot of blast at. I mean, there was, you know, some, you know, every field, every every game has got some ups and downs. But I think, you know, those are the those are the three that I really enjoyed the most. And then obviously, you know, you throw Fulda Gap in there as well. But um, those those would be my three. Um, especially the one that I played with Euphaline and then especially uh, Iwo Jima because that's where I got to meet Desi and the Florida Ballers and, and became really close friends with them. So that, those would be my three for this year. Okay, at least you got those in there. That, that's why I said this could be a trick question for you and put in badly. Um, <laughs> some of the people he's talking about, it's funny, he's in North Carolina on Florida and I've been rolling with him and some of the other top hitters out of North Carolina for the last year as an independent out of Florida. And um, our worlds have collided. It's not just me going to Florida. They were me going to North Carolina. Rather. They've been coming to Florida. So when everybody got to play together, that's pretty incredible. Um, as far as games that I played that were most memorable, I would have to say Jurassic Park in Florida. They're having drastic um, asset containment again this year in March. Marty Preston is the side I'm playing for. Um, she was my XO last year, but that was an amazing game. And then Iwo Jima, that was the start of everything North Carolina for me. Uh, ben Painter had invited me up there to general against Maria Aponte, and last minute Stakeman stepped in and helped us. I mean, out on the field tremendously. So definitely in my top three. And then Terminator Wars, which was held in Fort Lauderdale. It was not a big game, but it was a fun game. Um, and part of the fact that it was a fun game was the fact that it was a 100-player cap. So um, it was just very intense. But I would have to say as far as, like, the biggest games, and I didn't play so much because I really did much more media at that game than anything, was Living Legends. And I got to see Mary at Living Legends. I saw Mary at a bunch of games this year, but Legends was Living Legends was by far probably like the craziest, most intense game with the most media um, at one time in one place. And let's see, Josh Silverman was there with GI Sports. Zach Arbuckle was there. Uh, Billy Jack was there. Um, just a lot of great photographers and other media people out there. Um, and then, of course, big thanks to Gary Baum for NXL Media. English Rose is always out there. So, I don't know. It's been a really good year. A lot of stuff has happened. I just can't – it's hard to believe the year is over. I'm both grateful that it's over and looking forward to next year and a little bit sad because so many great things happened this year. So, Mary, I saw that you guys are working on the mentorship program for next year. You're opening it up and trying to get more chapters in your local area. Uh, 
Well, we want to open it up to more mentors. Uh, until we have the mentors on board, we can't open up to kids. I think at this point, we're almost at seven. So if we have seven mentors, we can now bring on board seven kids, which, you know, would be fantastic. And it's, it's a lot to give up four Saturdays, uh, one in May, one in June, one in July, one in August. It's a lot for people to commit to that. So what we want are, you know, seven people that want to dedicate that time. And then that's planning around the other events. We're already, you know, um, Dread Legends 4, and then we're going to have Armageddon in June, planning around those other events. But for them to say yes, to dedicate their time, we have some awesome people on board. And this, this was something where, like I said, doesn't seem like it's long, but you take those four weekends, or those four Saturdays, I shouldn't say the entire weekend, it's like a two-day play, um, but you take yeah. those four Saturdays and you dedicate your time to taking these kids out and teaching them. And there, like I said, there was tech class, there's, I mean, so much about reading people in the field, how they're going to move, where they're going to move to, watch for them, don't just put your head down, how to move back from the bunker. And the mentors were just, I mean, their hearts were in it. The kids wanted to learn very good responses from everything. And, of course, it was, you know, unfortunate to hear, can you have the same kid in the program? And, you know, our, our first statement is no, unfortunately. You can, we cannot have the same kid in the program. Now, if, if we have enough mentors and we do around children, yes, you can come back into the program. But it's to open up to other kids. And um, just uh, last night, um, we were sitting around a fire at Bad Company after being, you know, kind of tore down. And we're just kind of sitting around and relaxing. Um, the person beside me, uh, Marcus, is his name, he asked, he goes, well, do you mentor adults? And I said, well, no. I mean, he goes, actually, he goes, I started playing like two years ago. I had no idea what was going on. I didn't know what any of the terms were. I didn't know what to do, what chrono meant, how to, to you know, turn off my air, turn on my air. He goes, I was really at a loss. He goes, maybe you should open this up to adults. And I was like, that's actually a really good point. <laughs> we never thought of that. Uh, and mentoring is at any age. Um, if you know you want to learn how to do leather working, if you want to learn how to do welding, things like that, you're going to go to an adult. And with paintball, he's kind of like you shouldn't limit it. Maybe open it up to all age groups, you know, and go from there. And I, I said it would be kind of weird if we had like a 30 year old and like a 10 year old. <laughs> kind of weird <laughs> it would be a little bit strange I'm not gonna lie but uh it would it would be odd but it's actually it was a it was a really good point so we want to discuss that this year and see if we can open it up um to pretty much anyone and everyone that wants to learn and it's like I said we don't just do you walk around and shoot um but we we had done the speedball mentality we then we had done the scenario uh woods ball we did everything. We wanted to compile kind of every situation and let them learn from that. So this year we're hoping for, you know, like I said, we have seven mentors. Hopefully we get we can double last year and go to eight. And uh, we already have the fields picked and the games picked. We're going to do Ion in Skirmish. Uh, definitely do Bad Company. Um, uh, uh, I'm going to say Urban Assault, but I'm, I'm thinking that's not the right name. Uh, we have two that are here, and uh, they both have – assault in their name but um mm. we have the fields done pick the dates and go from there so we we want to open it up and get it growing and then other people that have already said they want to do this we have everything for them we have the waivers we have the curriculum we have 
uh, the registration forms. Anybody that wants to contact us here. It's not like it's proprietary. We're not keeping it to ourselves. We want other people to open this up. And again, it takes you have to put your entire day. You're not you're bawling, but you're 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 teaching the entire time. You know, you're not you can't squirrel, it's hard. It's like, oh no, shoot, they're gonna but it's it's taking them out and, and sitting with them all day and explaining to them and teaching them and if they, you know, have a jam or a break, you know, taking them aside, explain it. So it's it's a great program. Anybody, please please contact us. Let's grow this. Let's get this bigger and bigger. It's it's I mean, advancing your time and doing it. people. Oh, I love the idea of so doing much this for adults because there's people who want to come out who really don't know anything. I mean, steak, when we play, we play, what, I mean, sometimes 20, 30 of us are staging together, and some of the guys who come out are brand new. They've never played before, and we're kind of doing the same thing. You know, we're taking them under our wing when we go out there with them. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely agree. I know there's there's been a, a couple of games that I've been to well, I've had new guys that I'm I'm showing them this and I'm showing them that, and then even I think the game that we played uh, at PBC Greensboro, they had a bunch of you know different events going on while they were doing the scenario game, and we were still out there talking to them all and, and all that kind of good stuff. Absolutely. I mean, I think it's a great idea. I understand how it could be weird, but I mean, we have a ten-year-old who we take out with us, boy Brody. And, I mean, sometimes the grown-ups wind up learning from him, too. But, I mean, the skills are the skills, and you need to learn them if you're 10, 20, 30, 50. doesn't really matter. I love the idea of if you're able to incorporate it. But, I mean, so any team who wants to commit to doing this, does it necessarily have to be on the same schedule you're doing it, Mary? Or, like, if we have somebody who's new who's coming out to play with us and we know they're going to play with us for the next four games, could we adopt your curriculum? Absolutely, 100%. And it's going over the basics. And that's kind of the point. They now understand. Um, you know, you have to chrono your mark research with chrono. This is what it is. And it is, it's simple things. You know, making sure you're, um, uh, what's the pack in the, the paintballs? I'm trying to think of it. In your pod? The, 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 some, some of the paint has um, the, uh, Oh, it's not a salt oh, pack. It says do not eat. Silica, yeah, yeah, do not silica eat. Gel. That's all I, I can think of. But it gets you you just kind of dump your paint into your hopper and you go out in the field and you, it's like it's not feeding, it's not feeding. Well, I've had this happen. It's because of that little pack that I didn't know was there. It's damn oh there. Little things like that. It's little tiny things like that. Or, you know, you go out your your hopper, you know, if you have, you know, a battery operated hopper, if it's not working, your batteries could be dead. You know, it's worth your time to run off the field, change your batteries, and go back. Um, you know, when you're running out of air, what it sounds like, whether using a Tipman or a regular marker, you know, it's, you know, it's just kind of lob and ball. It's barely shooting them out. Why? What is it? Those small things, that's the curriculum covered. Uh, literally gogged. I got gogged. Mm-hmm. I got, I got gogged. I gogged it. And they're like, what does that mean? I, I don't understand. It's the <laughs> term and terminology. So they feel more confident and going out and using the same terminology that other people use that have adapted over the years. So it is. It's, the curriculum covers it, and, yeah, it's it's yeah. something, I mean, I'd be glad to even post on Ladies Night Female Radio. Here, take this. Use this. Change it. Um, you know, adapt. Add more. Because uh, it's not all-encompassing, but it's years of experience for us. If you want to add to it, please do. Take this and run with it, and, like I said, give it 
to the adults to say, here, if you're getting new in the sport and you're 40, awesome. That's fantastic. Please play. Go out on the field and you will love it. Uh, there was a mom this past weekend. She's like, the first two times, I, I wasn't, I was just kind of like, kind of listening. And she's like, oh, I, I, got, I got shot in the arm and I thought I was shot, but there was no pain on it. And I don't know what happens at that point. I, I said to her, it's called a foul. And when it doesn't break, you're still complaining. She goes, really? Even if you're shot? And I said, yes. If the, the paint has to break and, and leave a mark. And I said, there's also what's called spray. Spray is if you're standing behind a bunker and you get some paint on you, you're not hit. I said, the paint has to hit you and then break. Then you're hit. She goes, oh, I must have left Seville three or four times and have any paint break on me. And I said, well, you have to look or ask for a paint check from a ref. She goes, oh, okay, okay, all right. Like she's, you know, she's like, no, no, I'm not going to go back in there. <laughs> she goes, I know what it yeah, feels right? like. And bounces, of course, bounces, of course, you know, hurt worse because the paint doesn't break and it doesn't release the energy. So she was ready to go then. And it was just a quick chat with her to where she's like, oh, I thought as soon as you, you know, a ball touches you, you're done. No, you have to have a break on you. Just go, oh, okay. She was really excited. Right. You know, at that point, went back out. And it's those little things um, where, again, maybe, you know, an adult mentorship program would be very helpful, even one day. Not even so much a four-week four, mm-hmm. a four week program or a four, not four-week, but um, four-event program, even just one, you know, with going out and, and teaching them and, and showing them the difference. And keeping, you know, your head up, your marker up, same thing with adults. You kind of see him, you know, behind a bunker sitting there, and you're like, no, get up, get up, shoot. Well, watch him. You don't want to get bunkered. (laughs) You do want to help him. You do want to teach him, and that is a huge part of what we do with the mentorship program, just letting them be comfortable. And, you know, once you help them, once you show them, they want to go. And they want to play, and they want to play more, travel to big events. You know, some of the people I was talking to, they had expressed, well, I want to, I've played now for about a year, and now I want to start traveling. I'm like, where should we go? And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, boy. Um, you know, <laughs> there's so many awesome places to go to. It just depends on how far they want to travel and um, and where they want to experience. But it's it's all for them enjoying the sport even more. Get out there. Have fun. For sure. Stick, what are some of the favorite places you've been this year? Not just fields, but like cities. Have you traveled around much? No. Honestly, I haven't. Um, the only time I really travel would be um, like just the different games and stuff like that. But for the most part, I I just do nothing but work. Um, I mean, I've had the opportunity to go to different, uh, you know, different cities as I play in the games and stuff like that, but I can't can't really say that I've I've traveled anywhere so far except for the paintball. Um, and then usually when I get to the field, that's kind of where I stay because usually by the time I get there or when I get there, um, get everything set up, and then it's just like, well, I don't really go anywhere. So I, I don't know. I don't know. I just I haven't traveled. I mean, I got the opportunity to this past week just get back from Florida um, and had both my kids at – Animal Kingdom, that's about is uh, most traveled as I, I've gotten this year. <laughs> when, you, when you work as much as I do, it's, it's hard to travel. That's true. And you do a lot of, like, 
inside North Carolina travel. I mean, you guys have a lot of paintball there. So within North Carolina, I mean, I know that we played together half a dozen times in North Carolina this year, and everything there is like weekend travel. I don't know. This year I didn't travel nearly as much as I did last year for paintball. I didn't fly as many times as I did with my markers, but I think 2019 is going to be different. I'm ready to be going all over the place again. So I don't know. Lots of big things coming up. I know that uh, paintball combine is coming up in February in Orlando. That's an opportunity for you to pay to play with the pros. You will have, I think there's eight or 12 professional players coming out from various teams who are going to be doing training sessions. And then they're also going to be doing tryouts for team destiny, team USA, uh, regular, I think there's a destiny under 20 and then a mixed gender veterans team over 40 that are being selected at the combine. So it's going to be a really good time. It's going to be in Kiss Me, Florida, February 8th through 10th, I believe. So stay tuned. We'll be posting more info about that. Um, kind of the road to NXL for anybody who's looking to get into speedball very seriously for next year. Uh, I mean, the paintball calendar is kind of already filled. Zach Arbuckle made a central paintball calendar where you can go and see a lot of the games. Not everything is listed there, but if you check it out and see a game that you're going to that's not there, feel free to contact Zach, and he will add your game to the calendar. Um, other than that, I mean, 2019 is around the corner. People were playing their last games this weekend. I saw lots of pictures of people playing their last games. I uh, made a friend last week because I got out of my car, went to go get coffee at this random tiny little coffee shop in Miami, and there was a guy wearing a GI Sports Brigade hat. And so I hopped over there, and I was like, are you you play paintball? He's like, once a year I go and I play at Wayne's World Grand Finale. And I was like, but you're a brigade member. You only play once a year. And he's like, how do you know what the brigade is? I said, oh, well, let me introduce myself to you. So um, there's definitely paintball everywhere. So looking forward to a really fun year. But I think, Mary, unless you have any more news, we should call it a night for tonight and say that we'll meet in two weeks, give everybody a chance to get back to work on January 7th. I think everybody's off, but meet back in two weeks and kick off 2019. Heck yeah, absolutely. Looking hey, forward uh, to it. I think for all the games this year. It's going to be a fantastic year. Fake, what was that? I said, before we go, uh, I have somebody who is sitting right next to me that would like to say hi. Um, she opened up a Christmas gift today and got her first marker. Uh, and she's kind of been excited, and she's gone to a couple of things, so I'm going to let her say hi. Um, she is my daughter. Her name is Tabby, but she goes my wild child, so I'm going to let her talk. Here you go. Say hi to everybody. Hello. Hey, Hello, Tabby. Congratulations uh, on getting your new marker today. I am so excited to finally yeah. be talking to you. This is Celine. You've got Mary with you, too. So did I'm you, happy that I got one. Tell us. So last year, I know, I think, was it your birthday? Or was it your brother's birthday? Your dad um, went down to Florida to take you out to play some paintball. And the Stillians, who own Orlando, who own, I'm sorry, uh, 
the Hurricane Paintball Park in Battlefield, Orlando, I uh, kind of showed you guys a good time while you were out there. I didn't realize that it would turn yeah. into a thing for you. Yeah, it was uh, my brother's birthday, and it, I went out there and like I was expecting to have fun, but then I like I got like this huge adrenaline rush that I loved, and I just want to keep doing it. I'm such an <laughs> adrenaline junkie, but just I just like it a lot. And That's I awesome. thought you were wearing a so awesome. harder headband earlier today. Yes. What else did you get for Christmas from your dad? What marker uh, did you get? Kronos. Kronos. A Tipman Kronos. Yeah. And that is a pretty solid marker. It will do you well when you go out on the field. Um, it's solid. I mean, it'll last you for 20 years if you treat it right. So okay, I'm looking forward to getting out there and playing with you. You're Dad and I had already talked about when we're going to all get to play together. So I'm looking forward to you being there. And if we can get you up to Myrtle Beach, then maybe you'll even get to play with Mary. Awesome. So we'll have to talk about that. Fake's daughter lives in Florida. I had asked your dad if it would be all right if I came up to Daytona to pick you up to take you out to play paintball in Orlando. And he laughed at me, so... We'll have to talk about that. Yeah. I can't wait to go and play with everyone and meet my dad's friends. Well, your dad's got a lot of friends out there, and he's an amazing <laughs> player. It's a different side of your dad. I, I mean, you did get to see him play that one time, but wait till you see him in a command role. He will make you very proud, I, I promise. Think- I have big shoes to fill, don't I? Oh, yes. But you've got a lot of good (laughs) ladies around you who will help you uh, learn what you need to. And your dad will teach you what you need to know. Believe it or not, your dad's taught me a lot on the field. When he was my XO, he kind of helped run the show that day. And so he's got really good information. You've got really good teachers and mentors around you. So we'll take good care of you, all of the crew in Florida, especially Desi. We'll make sure that you are up to par before we send you out there. Yeah. Maybe you can run our new bunker buster. I just bought a um, anti-tank this year, Mary. That was something I did a couple weeks ago, and the guys all said, "No, we don't care about the tanks. We want to just bunk- we want to be bunker busters." And I said, "Okay, we'll use it however they need it in the games." So awesome! Yeah, lots of fun now, hey, stuff You can use them for bunkers. Year. You can use them for tanks. Just make sure you mm-hmm. call the ref over. Always call the ref over first. So, Before you shoot, call the ref over. Oh, a young kid real. taught me exactly. that. <laughs> <laughs> See, the kids can teach the adults. They do. Just know they that do. you've got it there um, for use on your side for uh, dreaded legends. Mm. Hold one of yeah. your tank cards for I, us. For your anti-tank cards, rather. (laughs) Well, Tabby, you don't have to be a stranger. You can join us. We are on almost every Sunday night at 9 p.m. So you're always welcome to call in and say hello. And you can always listen to us online and download us from the iTunes store um, under Ladies Night Paintball Radio if you just want to check us out during the week after the show has already aired. 
Okay. But I will do Enjoy that. your time with your dad, and Merry Christmas. I'm glad that you got a new marker and some new gear. Use it well. Can't wait to see pictures of you out there. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Mm-hmm. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, too. Okay, well... Then, Mary, I'm wondering, I guess on that note, let's say goodbye for now, to talk for now, as they say, and I will talk to you in a couple weeks. Happy yeah, New Year to you and James. Mm-hmm. Oh, and happy okay. to you and your son. Thank you. Yeah, let's not forget your son. I look very forward to my Friday. Actually, funny story before I let everyone go. I really thought it was Friday, and I should have known because I hadn't yeah. seen your picture, but I told somebody, I said, well, at least it's Friday, and they looked at me and said, you know it's Monday, right? <laughs> I really needed winter break to come. <laughs> Nothing ruins a Friday like Friday on Monday. I just hadn't checked the Internet for your subway, your subway selfie. So, Anyhow, Yeah, and he, always, um, he has to have the sandwich fully in his mouth. He has to. I've I tried to picture. convince that child to smile every time, but he's, oh, he's in the trademark of... Yeah, it's his trademark. <laughs> he shows his face. And I even said the one day, he was in a really good mood. And I don't know how he pulled off the crabbiest face ever. He was in a really good mood. And I'm like, you look so crabby. And he was in a good mood. He really was. And I'm like, you look terribly crabby. Like, stop. Just stop. Just be happy and smile. I just, so most I don't of the know if like, know this episode, but there was an episode of Friends and Monica and Chandler were getting re- ready to get married and they were going to get their engagement pictures and every time that the camera would come up, Chandler's face would get all weird. I think you'd have a perfect smile and then they'd take out the camera and it was awful. <laughs> okay. With a friendly reference here in Paintball. Um, I'm going to call it a night. Good night. Thank you for joining us, everyone. And Mary, I'll talk to you in two weeks. Happy New Year to everyone. Happy New Year, Josh. Thanks for joining us. Not a problem. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everyone. Yes, thanks for joining us.